0: You're listening to Minds of Forestry by Tyler Dennis. Welcome back to another episode of Minds of Forestry. Sorry for the long hiatus, but uh, I have been busy, busy, busy. Um, today, uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about compass, compassing and compassing know-how. And Generally, it's just going to be based upon timber reconnaissance and timber cruising. So when you're new into the field as a rookie, you're probably going to be thrown in as a compassman or compass person, as if we want to be correct on that. Just some things to be aware about when you're compassing is just, this is a big one for some reason, it's making sure your compass works. Um, a lot of people have come into the field with their own compass and it doesn't work. It doesn't point north, it doesn't do anything. So the biggest thing is making sure it works. Then making sure that the declination is proper for your area. And uh, that's something to talk to your crew managers about because declination changes within forest districts. So that's always something to be cons- like concerned about As if you're constantly flip-flopping between districts your declination might change, so which in return your bearings for your compass are gonna be off when you're navigating um, what to expect when you're compassing there's a few things that we'll we'll talk about and um, I mean the biggest thing to expect is that you're gonna be working hard you're gonna be doing a lot of walking a lot of navigating um, as a inexperienced compass person you are going to have troubles navigating to begin with because you're not used to constantly being in the lead you will always be looking at your compass to make sure you're going in the proper direction there's a few things you can change uh, when you get into that aspect so the biggest thing is when you are looking through your compass make sure you pick an eye I always choose my dominant eye when I'm looking through my compass. That way, it's a a, um, constant and regular occurrence whenever you're looking through your compass, so that way it's uh, not just a one-off thing. So when you're looking through your compass and you're looking for your direction, always find something in the distance. So when you're looking through your compass and you look through the hole and you see a tree a let's say it's a big aspen tree it's a big fir tree or a big spruce something like that to help indicate the direction you're going in so that way when you get to that big tree and you pull your compass out again and to go in the same direction that way you're not constantly checking every five to ten meters you can go 30 to 50 meters at this rate uh, that's a big big thing to to help with your navigation and it also boosts confidence when you're navigating with your compass. A couple other things um, making sure that you know your back bearings and your and your front bearings so when you're doing timber cruising you'll be doing plots and when you're doing plots it comes down to be um, back bearings because you're looking at your compass at different angles to, to get your reference trees. And or when you're doing the plot stakes, you're going from a PRP, to point of reference, um, and it's just stuff like that. It helps to know like what you're looking at and what you're looking for. So it never hurts to talk to your cruiser about what to expect as your job role because every cruiser is different. Uh, Some cruisers will help you with your work and some cruisers will not. Some cruisers are just old-school and they expect you to do everything. But then you got the, I want to say, new generation cruisers which will help you and they will make sure that you are doing everything that you can so that way you're bettering everything. Um, Then your basic expectation as a cruise or as a compassman uh, is to pretty much get the DBHs of the trees, so diameter at breast height, and making sure that you know that the diameter at breast height is 1.3 meters. It is a universal. Um, that is just the way it is, and it helps to have a DBH stick so that way when you paint the trees there is a mark uh, where DBH would be and then to making sure that when you're taking the diameters it's just uh, straight across um, tight make sure the tape is tight around the tree sort of those sort of things to take in consideration um, you're just helping the the cruiser with getting heights of the trees uh, and so on and so forth. Then we'll kind of get into your like, other duties and everything, because as a compassman, you're learning. That's essentially the aspect of compassing is you're learning how to navigate and how to cruise. So when you're cruising with your cruiser, he or she should be telling you what to look for, looking for. Um, specific path calls on the trees you should know your species of the trees in within the plot so pine spruce black spruce hybrid spruce like stuff like that there's so many variations of trees that you're not going to remember them all but it's good to uh, have an idea of what your most common species is and then making sure that you know uh, the diameters for your uh, preference for the clients. There's so much that goes into timber cruising that it's just, wow, it's really mind-boggling sometimes. And then, being a compass person, when you're recceeing, this is where it's more or less kind of relaxed. Uh, timber reccees are pretty relaxed because of you're just collecting data um, for potential harvest or development. So you're essentially going through, getting all this data just to compile and see if it's worth taking. And then, again, you're not doing fixated plots. Um, You're doing general plots, so you can almost end up being biased when you're doing these plots because you think an area looks better than another area, but in reality, you just have to go with what you know is best so going at a specific range for meters so i like to do a 250 to 300 meter set plot radius so that way when i stop at that 300 meter mark it's a non-biased decision to do a plot so regardless of what's in that area i know that that i'm not biasing myself to a plot Uh, but then Compassing for somebody while doing rackies rec- is pretty straightforward. The old days, it used to be, you have to go in a straight line because you had hip chains or tight chains. Uh, nowadays, everything's done via satellite. So, all right, let's talk about some tips on how to stay ahead of your cruiser. Um, that's a big thing whenever you are out and about cruising with your with somebody and you're relatively new so sometimes it's hard to stay ahead um, it seems like your cruiser is always waiting on you for something and it's just a matter of trying to to put yourself in a situation where you know what they're gonna be looking for when, you're at, when you arrive at a plot and the stakes put in the ground and they're getting all their uh, data you can always start clearing out to regen you can start marking your trees for DBH's, if it's a measure plot, um, just stuff like that. It, it helps to get an idea of what the plot size is going to be. So having looking through the, the bath prism, it never hurts to ask your cruiser to ask, to look through the prism just to kind of get an eye for what you're gonna be looking at. So sometimes whenever you're actually at the plot and you can envision what the plot's gonna look like. It helps because you can clear out trees and brush to an extent where the plot radius might go towards and or then you have your DBH lines to put on trees. And then once you're done that, if your crews are still not ready um, to start taking uh, tree numbers, then you can always start taking the diameters of trees And writing them on the tree with the paint. So, just if you start from, let's say, you have five trees that you think is going to be in the plot, um, and they do the bath sweep and they're just enumerating the the tree numbers, I just start taking DBHs and writing them on the trees. And as you go along, they'll say, "Okay, I'm caught up." You can just um, yell out the numbers, and then from that point on, if uh, they're taking, they go out to take heights, uh, and you are doing DBHs at the same time, you need to be calling the tree species, the number, what uh, tree class the tree is, if it's a dead tree, make sure you're looking at the VRI for the for the plots. So that's something that you have to talk to your cruiser with and verify what tree classes are going to be in your plots and then your bug codes so for pine you got for dead pine it's bug code 3s and then for spruce you have a variation of bug codes just because of the uh the different stages of spruce beetle attack and those are all something that you want to look for, look for in a plot as well so as as you work your way through compassing you'll learn the basics and the not-so-basic calls of what the cruiser is looking for. So it never hurts to ask again. Ask the cruiser what they're looking for when you make the calls. That way you're not always a step behind them. Uh, Yeah, And another thing is don't always wait to get your plot stake from the plot because there's been many times where I've had to wait on a plot stake because um, the one that we passed at halfway to the plot wasn't good enough. So it never hurts to get them prior to the plot. And yeah, so th- those are mainly the big tips that I have. They There can be many more, but as of right now, that's kind of just what I do. That's what I tell my encompassmen is just, try to stay ahead of the cruiser. Don't tr- like don't subconsciously just try and like be one step ahead. You don't have to be all the time, but um that's a big thing. So that's always nice. So let's get into the big talk now with regarding your what you're looking for with path calls in the actual trees when you are timber cruising and when you're doing reccees. You're as a compassman, you're only supposed to look In the first and the second thirds of the trees and the third uh, top like the third of the tree is meant for the cruiser because they are taking the heights of that tree and so they're responsible for the top and with that being said if they ask if you see any scars or any path calls uh, it is your job to look around the bottom two-thirds of the tree that way um, they when they arrive back at plot center they can always uh... verify your calls and then you start doing ages when you start doing your ages that's when if you have trouble counting the rings it never hurts to ask your cruiser to recount the the cores for you just in case you miss something or um it, yeah it's always comes right down to something like that But. I think that's kind of all there is to really talk about for the basics of timber cruising or compassing, for timber cruising and timber reconnaissance. And yeah, so I just want to appreciate and thank everybody for listening to my podcast. I do have a Twitter for you guys now. It is at Minds of Forestry on Twitter. And yeah, I hope you guys follow that. There will be more content up there shortly. I'll be making other uh, social media accounts for this podcast so that way you guys can contact me and ask me questions and we can collaborate. So let's hope for that. Uh, I've been your host today, Tyler Dennis, and you have been listening to Minds of Forestry. Take care.